0: Hi, and welcome to The Gene Space, where I talk about creativity, writing, music, life in an autistic household, and other random stuff. I'm so glad you're listening today. So I'm recording this on the first day of September. Happy September, everybody! It's a kind of a liminal time with school having started, but still before Labor Day. Here in the US, at least the official end of summer is the Labor Day weekend there are yellow buses picking up kids on the corner, and the stores are full of families stocking up on notebooks and compasses and backpacks and all the things, and my brain starts casting about for something new to learn, even if it's just adding to my vocabulary. Enjoy the show! I was deep, into a vampire novel, The Magistrates of Hell by Barbara Hambly, when my husband Dave bounded into the room. I'm wondering if you know this word, he said. This is far from an uncommon occurrence. Dave and I have different strengths and ask each other for information constantly. Even in these days when the internet can tell us everything, Dave often turns to me first when he wants to know about musical minutiae pop culture, or English vocabulary, and I grill him on cribbage rules, airplane disasters, and French vocabulary. It's a fun thing to do with one another. Fire away, I said. The Oxford English Dictionary lists 171,146 words in current use in the English language, plus another 47,156 obsolete words. Webster's Dictionary has entries for about 470,000 words. The Global Language Monitor, whose numbers include slang, variants, and words borrowed from other languages, counts more than one million. What were the odds that I would know Dave's word? I estimated them at about 65.35 in my favor. Before I started this uh, WordPress blog, I would have estimated the odds at about 90 to 10, but one of the things writing emphasizes for me is how much I don't know. I'll write a sentence and then realize I'm not exactly sure of some of the words. Uh, Sometimes just one word, sometimes more, and I'll look it up online and then I'll find extra words that I have no idea what they mean. While reading fiction, though, I tend to be a little lazier. I might bump up against something familiar, and I remember my school teachers telling me, figure it out from the context. A guideline only violated during the SAT preparation semester. I get a hazy understanding without the need to slow down and look stuff up, even though nowadays looking stuff something up just takes a few seconds. Barbara Hambling uses an extensive vocabulary. It doesn't feel pretentious or stop her works from being page turners. Is it her fault that I'm so intent on what's going to happen next that I just make a context guess and go on? Why, yes, yes it is. She's got me hooked into the story hard. I make a context guess and go on and promise myself that I'll go back and look up that cool word later. And then too often, I don't. In The Magistrates of Hell, There were, as always, some cool new words. After finishing the book, I skimmed back and wrote down four of them. Otios, Shantung, Momser, and Glossy. What had I missed with my quick and dirty context guesses? Well, otios, my guess, was obsolete or dysfunctional. And the actual definition is serving no practical purpose which I suppose is in the general ballpark, but there's also a value judgment there. It adds a little bit of pathos to her characterization of the vampires. Shantong, my impression is that this refers to some kind of fabric common in Chinese clothing. Ha ha, it is indeed a kind of silk, originally from the Shandong province of China. Looking it up on Wikipedia, I find an illustration of a pink shantung dress from 1912, which is just one year after the uh, Hambly novel's setting. This word didn't change the impact of the novel much, although it sent me down an enjoyable fashion rabbit hole. Momser. This is from dialogue of a Jewish character about his protege. My impression was that it was a Yiddish term for some kind of jerk. And while Momser can indeed mean a rascal, it was being used here in its original meaning to describe a child born out of wedlock, someone who through no fault of his own lacks a father, described by a man who needs a son. Not understanding this nuance me- meant I missed a lot for many chapters. "Glossy," which is spe- spelled G-L-A-C-I-S, um... And, this, for some reason, I kept thinking of cake when I read it, and a web search revealed that C with an accent on the final E means frosting, as in the thing that makes cake yummy in French. From context, I figured the word referred to some architectural feature, but I thought maybe it had something to do with windows, because there's such a thing as frosted windows. I was wrong. A glacis is a gentle slope down from a fort or castle, often artificial, that makes it easy for defenders of a fort to rain death upon their enemies. If I'd looked it up, I'd have had a better visual, as well as a more foreboding feeling about the battles to come. The word, said Dave, is P-E-T-R-I-C-H-O-R Ah, petricor. I said, assuming my most blasé tone. You are, of course, referring to the scent associated with rain, comprised of ground chemicals, ozone, and plant oils, a word coined in the 1960s. I showed him my blog of uh, September 10, uh, Fender Bender. In the course of writing it, I'd looked up Smell of Rain and gone wild. I wasn't sure if I'd used petrichor effectively, but I'd enjoyed the discovery. Dave hadn't read the blog. He was in France at the time, plus he tends these days to listen to the podcast before reading an essay. One of his friends had used the word in a casual conversation. Astonishing. I'd never seen or heard Petrichor in my life, and here it is, popping up all over September. But do you know who coined the word, said Dave? Um, Nope. I said. Doubtless the information had been in the Wikipedia article, but it hadn't stayed in my brain. Scientists from somewhere, I figured. It was scientists from Brown University, down in Rhode Island, said Dave, triumphantly, just one state away. I stashed a notebook near my reading chair. According to a different set of scientists, an average adult's vocabulary is about 30,000 words. A child of four already knows about 5,000. I imagine projects listing known words, counting words, stalking new words, making words, delightful and fun. Thanks so much for listening. The weatherman on the news this morning, Channel 4, said September is the most beautiful month in Massachusetts. I'm not sure that I am in complete agreement. May and June and October are contenders too, but September's up there. This morning was the first in weeks that I looked outside and saw a bunch of green springy grass. We had a pretty severe drought this summer, but there's been a fair amount of rain over the past couple of weeks and it's been wonderful to walk outside and get that beautiful petrichor scent which is even lovelier to me somehow because I have a word to describe it. Now, I love finding new words, especially ones that describe an experience or a sensation. Déjà vu, or schadenfreude, or petrichor. What are your favorite new words? I'd love to know. You can check out this podcast as a blog on my WordPress page. There's a link in the description box. If you'd like to support this show, that would be awesome. There's a donations button on my homepage. Until next time, be well.